amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So you guys know exactly what time it is. This is your host, Moose Bingham, with the Utah Preps Podcast. And goodness gracious, do I have the biggest, baddest, most good-looking treat for you today. The one, the only, Mr. Football, the OG of the offensive guards, the sexiest man on the entire planet, Toonie Knooch. What it do, baby? (laughs) So, you guys, if Toonie's here, that means one thing. We have a Mr. Football in the house for Utah, 2010, and we'll be talking about offensive guards, the biggest, baddest, best-looking people on the entire field. Oh, stop. I mean, you can keep going if you want. Stop, stop. (laughs) So, this is a family show. We're going to have a regular episode. We're going to be talking about commitments. We're going to be talking about offers. We're going to be talking about a lot, a lot of good things today. And with Tooney here, we can talk about technical things. We can talk about what he looks for in offensive guards and what he's doing and why he's here. Because just being Mr. Football doesn't let you on the Utah Preps podcast. (laughs) You better be doing a lot more than that. So let's get started with our commitments. And our commitments are sponsored by Dr. Skylar Maine. Everyone's been reaching out to me. They're like, okay, you've got a doctor that sponsors your show, but what does he do exactly? Skylar Maine is a sports performance doctor. He has a couple of degrees, and he helps training. He helps recovery. He helps all of the little things that will help you get to the next level, and he has an eye for it as well, like no one I've ever seen. He can help you get to the next level, and he can do it quickly. If I were you guys and I had any small bumps or bruises or hamstring tightness or whatever, I would give Skylar Main a call before it becomes a real issue. Follow him at Dr. Skylar Main on Twitter and make sure you tell him Moose Bingham sent you. So he's sponsoring our first section and that is our commitments. Our commitments are Tama Birmingham committed to Utah, Caden Kelly, really like that dude, committed to Colorado Mesa, Peyton Ferris, the man from Lehigh, committed to Chalderon State. Chance Trujillo, the sneaky good quarterback out of Davis. He's not really that sneaky, but he is that good. He committed to Nimi, and Nimi got a steal. And then Logan White committed to Western Colorado. Our offers are sponsored by Athletes.tv, the platform exclusively for athletes' content. High school and college athletes will be able to monetize their video content as soon as the NCAA enacts the name, image, and likeness rule. You keep your channel when you go to the next level. Get your free channel and start uploading all of your highlights, workouts, and camp videos on athletes.tv. 
athletes.tv where you're the boss of your money. Boss. So the offers are Iralealua committed to or got an offer to SDSU. Braden Harding got an offer to Friends. That's Friends. Friends University. Hey, congrats, Iray. Fire. Carson Compson got a New Mexico Highlands. Kellen Coster got a Hamlin. Ryder McGillery got a William and Penn. Braxton Feely got an Air Force. Harrison Taggart got a Vanderbilt and an Army. So he's a smart kid. We really like Harrison on this show. He's both a those, really good. Both those kids are bad. <laughs> I would not get bad an offer to like either that. of those. Eric Wilder got a Navy. Taysom Reed, really like that young man, got a Navy as well. Dallas Vakalahi got a Stanford. Mm. Ben Roberts got a Virginia Tech and a UCLA. Max, Sam Alford, Max and Sam Alford, and Carson Tabacri. Army went up to Park City and they said, We love the miners. <laughs> so they gave them all an offer. Stone Combs got an Air Force. Spencer Fano got a Utah State. Love those dudes up there. Cody Hagen also got an Army. And Eric Wilder got an Air Force. So it's really cool that all of these guys got these stuff. So, Tooney, tell me a little bit about yourself before we get into the list. Yup. Yes, sir. Well, flat out, those guys, ballers. Congrats, everybody. Y'all deserve it. Keep working. A um, little bit about myself. I, you know... Not very big when you first look at me, kind of scrawny, but I've been working in the weight room, so maybe you can notice now, but uh, I used to play, now I coach, all about training. Um, Where'd my, you play at? So I played at Bingham, and then I played at BYU, and you know, a little professional stint here and there, and then uh, decided to get into coaching. Uh, my training's called Powerhouse Training, you know, keep a lookout in case any of you old linemen need that work. What's your Twitter? For that? My Twitter is Kanuch78. So K-A-N-U-C-H 78. Okay. Awesome, dude. So you played at Bingham, you played at BYU, you played professionally, and you're helping these kids out. So you just trained in Utah? So I've done a clinic in Cali and might do a clinic in Hawaii or, or other places here and there. But my main focus is in Utah. I think we're a gold mine for both O-line and D-line. And I want to help one, get some of our boys, you know, a little bit better, and then also help them get out there, get them some exposure or noticed like they deserve. Yeah, something interesting that came across my desk recently, I don't know if you've heard about this, Tony. it's an app called Clubhouse. I've heard about it, I haven't checked it out yet. So I think that's going to be the new future wave of recruiting. It's all voice, which makes it kind of interesting. And I might start doing these podcasts on Clubhouse so that you guys can tune in and your parents don't have to reach out to me later. They can reach out to me now saying what an idiot I am, which is great. <laughs> which is true, right? So. <laughs> so with that, we've got a ton, a ton, a ton of great offensive guards that we're going to go over. So let's go over our offensive guards to watch and know that this section is sponsored by one of my favorite sponsors, Apex Mental Performance. Coaches and athletes, if up to 90% of sports performance is mental, how are you developing the mental skills to go along with the physical, tactical, and technical training you do daily? At Apex Mental Performance Coaching, they guide your teams and athletes in developing high-level confidence, competitiveness, consistency, and grit required for elite performance in and outside of the game. Space is limited, so find them on social media. Or call 801-602-0211 or visit apexmpcmentalperformancecoaching.com to schedule your team or individual program today. 
Mention you heard the ad on the Utah Preps podcast and get 15% off any individual or team training. Get your mind right, baby. Get your mind right. That's the difference between a good offensive guard and a great offensive guard. For sure. The dudes who have the killer mentality that when I watch them pull, they have no regard for human life, especially those poor safeties when they get to the third level. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. So here are the offensive guards that they may not have had film. There may not have been... Mainly film. You guys just suck at putting the film up. <laughs> but they're guys that really interested me that had the size, that had something in them that I was like, oh, I wish I could rate this kid. So we're starting with Grant Barney out of Salem Hills and Zach Turner out of Brighton, Matthew Bowen out of Viewmont, Danique Chantlin out of Davis, 64280, good size, wow. Sinclair Dane out of Spanish Fork, Drew Dennison. Out of Pleasant Grove, 6'5", 260. That size is just popping out. D'Angelo Fadigale, 6'3", 290. Jesse Helton out of Park City. Chris Hansen out of East. Stone Hansen out of Crimson Cliffs. Hmm. Anyone named Stone? Like, first kid, boy or girl, guaranteed. Name him when I'm Stone. Because we've got Stone Movie Tolo. We've yeah. got, I mean, there's <laughs> some great names <laughs> with Stone. And then after Stone, we've got Jacob Harris coming out of Layton. Cade Higginson out of Salem Hills. Love the Higginson last name. Travis Hobbs out of Park City. Benson Kofe out of Cypress. That's one to watch. Dude, he's a a dude coming up. 2024, everyone's like, check him out. I'm like, ooh, I want to watch out for him. Yeah. Max Marcello out of Provo. Johnny Prescott's another 2024. Hey, he's big, man. He's, He's very he big. Great size. 6'3", 300 already. Great size. Dylan Rich out of Harriman. Michael Turner out of Syracuse. Carson Whitaker out of Skyridge. Hunter Women out of Clearfield. And that is it for that list. So, Tooney, one of the things I like to ask my guests, especially the trainer guests, when you get a kid, what do you look for and what's the first thing that you like to train them on? Well... We start from the ground up, so we start with their feet, their legs, and their stance, going all the way up to their punch, and um, just really building that fundamental before we get into like advanced techniques. We also help with their striking and stuff. Uh, What we look for, what we try to build is like leverage, because that'll help with guys that are just nasty, like to get after it, Mm -hmm. playing low. That's how you drive people out. So Um, we look for what kind of foundation they have already and their technique, and we just kind of build with it. So. Cutting out all the extra movement, make them smooth, make them fast, make them deadly. You know? Cutting out the extra movement, making kids smooth, fast, and deadly. I really like that because some of these offensive guards that I've been watching, you're like, okay, why are you taking 10 steps when it takes eight? Yeah. Why are you doing four steps when it takes two? And then sure. when I see a kid that's on a kill path and they break down <laughs> and I'm like, no, you <laughs> had the kill shot. This poor yeah. linebacker <laughs> that looks like me was about to just meet his maker. Oh, they're not that buff. Come on. <laughs> no. Guy. Ah, I've been working out now, but in high school, I was just a lot to love. Yeah, I don't want to break down too much, guys. Those linebackers, those corners, those safeties, they're, sorry, they're more athletic than you. I know you feel athletic. You're not, <laughs> not going to get them if you break down. The thing that you bring that no one else really brings is you've been there and you've done that, and that's something I like. The thing that's really interesting with Tooney is I remember in high school I'd go to lifting competitions for Lord knows why, 
But <laughs> I'd be on one side of the gym with the wide receivers, and I'd see Tooney on the other side breaking state records. So not only can Tooney get you right technically, but he does a lot of good things that actually helps you in the weight room as well. I mean, I remember one day when we were at BYU, my brother-in-law, his name's Brian Keel, he was in the weight room, and I see him filming Tooney. And I'm like, what are you doing, Brian? And he's like, i got to send this to my coaches. <laughs> Tooney was front squatting a house. He's like, I have never seen a dude move like this. And I'm like, yeah, Tooney moves well, and he's strong as an ox. But he's teaching those things that he learned as a young man to the next generation as well, which is what I love. So we're going to Oh, goodness. So we're going to be talking about offensive guards. Let's talk about the top 36. We're going to go 36 to 30. And one thing that is really important to me if I am lifting is nutrition. So Havoc Supplements is sponsoring this podcast as well. Use the code UPP15 for 15% off of your dietary supplements. They have pre-workout that doesn't make your face itch like C4, which is pretty intense. I saw Tooney just chugging a whole thing of that one time. I'm like, Tooney, that's a little bit much. I'm worried about your safety. Got to get your mind right. Got to get your mind right. Check them out. Yeah, so it's created by Ross Oppo. He's the man. Great company. They don't use any banned substances, and that's something that becomes an issue, especially when you go to college. So make sure that you guys are getting that clean, nice protein pre-workout and post-workout. Those amino acids, they're important. I mean, we don't have to rely on just regular food when we have these amazing supplements. So you guys, go get yourself some. Tell them Moose sent you. Use the code UPP15. And know that these are the 36 through 30 offensive guards. So we're starting with Trace Mortensen. So Trace... There's a kid that hit me up, and he's like, hey, my coach told me to send your fi my film in. And I'm glad he did. Trace is crazy aggressive and fun to watch. Dude has a bright future. Look out for him and the Juan Diego Eagles. They are awesome, and Trace is an absolute stud. Our next offensive guard, Alvaro Neteta. An offensive guard, six foot one, 300 pounds, 2021, coming out of Granger. Mm, he is... House. Okay. <laughs> He is a very strong guard. He plays a little high, and his endurance doesn't last long. But I think that he is a great fit for a lot of schools out there. Once he gets into a college lifting program, he is going to make a huge difference. The next one, our offensive guard, number 34, Emmett Pan. Oh, hey, he got a strong punch. I seen him at the last level up tournament. Mm. He was getting his punch out there. You're absolutely right. He's coming in at 5'11", 270 pounds, 2023 coming out of Provo. And any 2023s or 2024s making this list, that's a huge thing, saying that you're better than a lot of the 2021s. Because I rate them like they are 2021s. He's a young gun. Came in, held his own. He really is just such a tough sucker. And the dude only knows one speed. He just goes all out. He did good as a freshman and great as a sophomore. I'm stoked to see what he does this next year, if he can get a little more height, and what we can do with him. But, I mean, Mr. Pan, he just, it looks like he's got a pan out there with his yeah. big hands. I'm just like, gosh. Yeah, he brings it. He brings it. So, coming in at number 33, we've got Javon Foymona. Six foot three, 300 pounds, 2022, coming out of Timpanogos. Great size. Some dudes that I watch are just kind of passive in pass protection. 
This dude is not. He has a mean streak, always looking for contacts on both sides of the ball. He is very large. And as he continues to grow, I think he's going to grow into his body. He's going to have a great shot at a lot of these major colleges. He's a kid that needs to give Tooney and a holler up pretty quick here. Hit me up, big dog. Let's clean that pocket. Offensive guard coming in at number 32. I'm talking about Ben Jepson. Mm. Six foot one, 250 pounds, 2023 coming out of Lehigh. I really Lehigh's whole offensive line is like all hey, 2023s and 2022s. Yeah. They're all coming back next year with a vengeance. This sophomore offensive tackle was impressive. Lehigh's almost returning their whole offensive line. And when I hear that, that almost all your offensive line is coming back, I mean, they lose Ethan Somerville, but everyone else is back. And that just says, ding, 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 you're going to have a good season next year. As Tooney likes to run it, or say, they're going to be running Heavenly Fathers play a lot. (laughs) Power, baby, run (laughs) that rock. Run that rock. And with dudes like Ben, you can do that. He is athletic, smart, and he's young. He has a bright future. I'm excited to see what kind of work he puts in because if he can put the work in, grow a little bit, he'll end up being a top, top offensive guard on this list next year. Coming in at number 31, Tedrick Teolo. Offensive guard, 6'1", 290 pounds, coming out of Sky Ridge. Tedrick is a technician. He has a good get-off, explodes up the field, and I think he's going to kill it in college. The move might be to center, but he's an absolute baller. And that's the thing with this state. People don't often come here for quarterbacks. They don't often come here for <laughs> wide receivers. They come here and they line up around the block for offensive guards, for sure. offensive tackles, for defensive tackles. And Tedrick is no exception to that. So, Tooney, before we get to the next part of the segment let's talk about what you have going on next so i know you do a lot of personal one-on-one training but do you do any like group training or do you have anything big coming up like that i do i do group trainings as well as clinics um a couple of big events coming up in march 20th i coach at the level up showcase oh um but even bigger than that is our lineman tournament in april april 16th and 17th we have a giant five on five one-on-one pass block one-on-one pass rush um tournament and it's in salt lake city if you guys have not heard about it go on my page or you can go to lineman tournaments on ig and they have flyers everything about it get with the team if you don't have a team come alone it's gonna be a massive event tons of teams there um, tons of competition if you want to get noticed, if, if you want to get better. Um, these are the kind of things to go to, right, so people can see you in person. So Yeah, this is definitely something I'd be at, and it gives you a chance to be more cohesive with your high school offensive line, or you can just make a super team and be that, those guys, and that's totally fun too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so people are going to come with their teams. People are going to come with their training club, whoever you train with. If you don't have a trainer, hit me up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But – um, just make sure you're there. Um, this is something you're not going to want to miss. So, Tooney, will you be filming this at all? There will be some filming. Um, it won't be professional filming, but you're definitely allowed to film with your phone as well. Um, this is going to be huge with out-of-state teams coming as well to compete. So if you're at a smaller school, maybe you feel like you're not getting enough attention at whatever school you're at, come to this competition, show what you got. Show up, show out, 
play against these top recruits and, and show not only us, but schools out there, other teams, other players that you belong, you know, in, in the circles where they're talking about your name. I really love that. So there's a saying in coaching, the eye in the sky never lies. Never. And I really believe that because sometimes kids will be like, hey, I run a 4-4. Four, four. I'm like, <laughs> I looked at the eye in the sky and you're a liar. But, <laughs> hey, but I really run a 4-4. Four, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every, I mean, I've seen only a handful of 4-4s four, in my life. <laughs> Not everyone at a particular school can run a 4-4, four, four, especially when it's a 3A school. Yeah. I'm like, you guys run a 4-4-30. Four, four, That's really good. But not a four four forty. Anyways, but some of these offensive guards that I've rated, I kind of took a knock on them because I was like, look, you guys aren't going against the top guys. You aren't doing that against the top competition. I mean, if I see you pancake a stone Moitolo or a, I mean, uh, my goodness, how young uh, yeah, young Josh Singh, like all of these guys, if you're pancaking those dudes and making them look silly, that's when you really shoot up the list. For sure. I want to see best on best. If you pancake a dude that's a kicker, I'm like, cool, <laughs> like, but not really at the same time. So Tooney's given you guys the opportunity that a lot of these seven-on-seven seven guys have been taking advantage of that I really like. But if you guys can go in, ball out, I'll be there for sure. Make sure that you guys get your name out. And this is a prime example on why you should have Twitter. Because coaches can reach out to you. They can see your film. We can retweet it. We can get you the exposure you need without coaches physically being there because of COVID. Yes, sir. And that tournament's held by Level Up as well. So yeah. shout out Level Up. So that's two tournaments. If you can't make it to either one, you don't really want to go to the next level, and that's okay. We'll still love you. <laughs> You're great people. But do the little things right so we can get you to the next level, all right? So coming in at number 30, we've got Jordan Johns. Six foot three, 280 pounds, coming out of Salem Hills. He's an up-and-coming lineman that's still growing into his body. He's a dude that I really think will just shoot up the list next year. 2022, absolute stud. And number 29, we've got Charles Nelson. Six foot four, 250 pounds, coming out of Ridgeline. He has good height already and good effort. He's a dude that I think you could knock inside and he would have a great career as an offensive guard at the next level. A lot of times when I evaluated at different colleges or I send kids to different colleges, we like to take offensive tackles and say, hey, we can put some weight on this kid because he has great feet already. He can do this. Or an offensive guard and be like, hey, he can snap the ball for us. He already has great size. And sometimes I take tight ends and put them at tackles or sometimes I take wide receivers and put them at tight ends. Coaches are always looking for your best spot. And Charles is a kid that I think needs to be knocked inside. He's an absolute stud. A dude that's going to be coming up and might get knocked inside, might be able to stick out at tackle, is Kai Sevy. Ooh, Kai Sevy, baby. What it do? I'm so happy to, and he's here to help me with the last <laughs> names. Kai, you're an absolute stud coming in at 6'4", 265 pounds, 2023 Ooh. out of Farmington. That, that dude is a, a bulldozer, man. He's a very interesting prospect, has great height already, came in as a sophomore, and was really good prospect for Farmington. He had flashes of brilliance, and he did have some growing pains at times, but he's a dude that I could see being a national recruit if he puts in the root work, and he's one dude I'm keeping an eye on for sure, dude that I think is going to absolutely shoot up this list. Yes, for sure. We work all the time, and that guy's the man. Workhorse as well, so... At number, at number 27, we've got Caleb Grant, 
Six foot one, two hundred ninety pounds. Twenty twenty one coming out of Mountain Ridge. The first team All Stater was a stud. He did a great job pulling. He was incredibly physical. Got to the second level, and he did a good job on the defensive side as well. Even though he doesn't have elite size, colleges would be a fool to not give this young man a chance. At number twenty six, we've got Hayden Hickson. Six foot three, two hundred sixty five pounds, coming out of Orem. Ooh. Hayden was part of a dominant O-line. He's technically sound and was very aggressive. He's one to watch in the future, and he's one that I really think could play both tackle and guard at the next level. There you go. And he's a stud. At number 25, we've got a kid that is going to skyrocket up this list. I'm talking about Austin Boyd. Six foot four, 260 pounds, 2023, coming out of Lehigh. Super interesting prospects as well. Very smart and has great size as a sophomore. He has good feet and he moves well. Real good feet. Yeah. Needs to just kind of get that killer mentality switch on and kills guys, kill guys when he pulls. And he has the ability to do that. Honestly, what Coach Larson and Coach Anderson are doing at Lehigh is incredible. And I think that coaches are going to start flocking over there to get after some of these offensive linemen at Lehigh. Austin's a kid that I thoroughly expect. By the time it's all said and done, he's going to be a top 10 on this offensive guard list. He's good. And number 24, Braden Harding. Brady Harding, an offensive guard, 6'5", 300 pounds, coming out of Wasatch. 6'5", wow. Yeah, elite size for a guard. He's basically just Play-Doh, honestly. I mean, he's a kid that you're like, oh my gosh, I want him on my team. I'm going to fix all the kinks in him. I'm going to get him right. And this is what coaches get excited about. He's a kid I think could go down to like a junior college and end up being a national recruit when everything's said and done. With the right college coach, oh my goodness, the things this boy could do. He gives great effort. He needs to focus on leverage and bend a little bit more. But I think once he gets into a college lifting program, he is going to end up being one of the top dudes to come out of Utah and make us all proud. And number 23, we've got an interesting cat. I'm talking about LJ Tufele. Mm, Bingham, baby. Yes, sir, Bingham. He's been a mainstay on the Bingham offensive line for years now. Coming in at six foot three, 315 pounds, but I think it's a little bit more than that. <laughs> LJ is massive. For his size, he moves incredibly well. And somehow he's been going under the radar, but for the last three years, he's made an impact for Bingham. He is a road grader. And once he gets on a college campus and a lifting program, he's another dude that is just going to make this entire state proud. I'm stoked to see what LJ's future is. The Tufele name, just good people, yep, good sure. miners, love those people. This next kid's a joy, though. Coming in at number 22, I'm talking about Austin Joy, six foot two, 270 <laughs> pounds, coming out of Northridge. Austin is an aggressive two-way player. As he continues to grow into his body, He's going to dominate this next year. He has the potential, and he pulls well, has good hands, one that I'm stoked to watch for this next year. And finally, number 21, we've got Jace Hayes, an offensive guard, 6'3", 265 pounds, 2021, coming out of Westlake. And even though he had limited film, which drives me nuts, Jace, make a season <laughs> highlights. I hate going through and being like, okay, I need to watch all Jace while I break down these 100 plays but i did it for you don't worry oh 
Dude, you're, you're a nice guy, Moose. You have no idea. He's an interesting prospect at guard. He moves well. He was great for Westlake. Shows some amazing flashes. I just need to see some more consistency. But he's one dude that I want to keep an eye on for sure. So, Tooney, all of these guys are going through the ringer right now. They're doing a lot of stuff. But what did you do in high school to prepare for college? And, like, what was your recruitment like? Were you going and wrestling all the time? Were you sending film out? What did you do that separated yourself from other kids? So I was very lucky. I went to Bingham High School. I had Coach Dave Peck and Lamborn and Keith and all these coaches that really – Keith's my boy. Hey, that's, that guy is that guy. he's like listening in Louisiana – Hey, I love you, Keith. Keith. I owe you so much. You, you changed my life. For real. He took my spark score from a 17 to an 18. <laughs> hey, Keith, Keith is the man. I love you, Keith. So – these guys, they helped push me out, right? They talked to all these coaches. They had the college coaches come to the school, watch me work out, watch me lift. Um, you know, I was lucky. Uh, not all these schools will have the same resources for these players, um, and that's okay. That's why you need to go to these tournaments. That's why you need to go to these showcases. That's why you need to train and do everything you can to, to put yourself in the spotlight, right? So I was lucky. Um, I had all this, all these people around me if you feel like you do have those things that's great you should still be putting your name out there sending your film um, on twitter emailing coaches um, everything you can um, if you don't you should be doing all of that and more go to tournaments go to showcases go to camps anywhere where someone can mention your name and someone else will hear it scout or recruiter moose will be like hey this guy's good right that's what you want so yeah that's really what you want the moose stamp of approval <laughs> the moose so Tooney, with that what was your daily schedule like were you lifting every day were you what were you doing exactly i lifted every day i would lift multiple times a day i mean i don't know if that was smart back then but um i was a meathead i was always grinding in in the weight room trying to get my power trying to get my strength up i had that killer mentality where um, if you're lined up against me, you're trying to steal my food, and, and no one steals my food. And no so, one steals your food? <laughs> no one steals my food. So I was trying to eat my plate and take your plate, too. <laughs> so. I freaking love it. So that's really good to know and really good to talk about because Tooney, I know that he was lifting before school. He was lifting during school. He was lifting after school with Keith Chantla. There are about 30 or 40 dudes every single day with Keith when we were doing that at the baseball academy. And if you wanted to see the first team all state, you'd just have to go to <laughs> Spark. Go to Spark. During those days. I mean, we had Senny, we had Kesney, we had Monopakula, Mono we yeah. had um, the kids from Alta as well, yeah, all of Baker. Alta, Bingham. Yeah, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of boys. A lot of boys putting in that work. So if you're not getting work in a gym or with the trainer, you need, to, you need to get on top of that right now because you're going to have to catch up. For sure. So, Tooney, let's get back to the list. I'll come back to you when we get to the top 10. We're talking about number 20, Dawson Jacobson. Six foot, 235 pounds out of Corner Canyon. Ooh, Corner Canyon. And you know what? Everyone's like, well, six foot, 235 pounds, that doesn't intimidate me. That should intimidate you yes, when you sir. see his film. Dawson is a straight-up fighter. He was the smallest dude on the entire Corner Canyon line, and it didn't matter. 
He did a great job in the trenches, super high football IQ, and he won without elite size with great athleticism. You'd see him in front of the quarterback, the running back, flying down the field, taking names and taking heads. Dawson's a kid that I really like and I think has a bright future, and I'm excited to see him put on some weight this next year and continue the dominant Corner Canyon line factory. That that line is mean. And... They put in that work. That's why they're so mean. They're getting all that extra work in. So Yeah. Corner Canyon's lifting program's no joke. Everyone's yeah. like, how do they keep beating us? I'm like, go to their lifting program and go to your lifting program. And check their schedule, man. Look at what they're doing. And you see they're all in track. You see, like, everyone in there is very good. At number 19, we've got James Cordon Leotoa. Six foot three, 285 pounds, coming out of Salem Hills. Mm. James has good size and is a road grader. He does a good job getting up the field, and he is always looking for contact. That's what I love in an offensive guard. Someone that if you have an odd front in front of you and there's no one lined up overhead, you're saying, oh, I get to go kill the zero tech. Awesome. Find that work, baby. Don't just stand there. This dude has good football IQ as well. Coming in at number 18, we've got Samisi Falatea. An offensive guard, six foot, two hundred forty-five pounds, twenty twenty-three out of West. There are some tractors that are not as good of road graders as Samisi. <laughs> you can just throw them out there. This young man has great burst. He has good as hands as anyone. <coughs> Sorry about that. Doesn't have elite size yet, but he's still growing. And if he hits the six-three high or so, money. I mean, this dude. The world's his oyster, to be honest with you. At number 17, we have one of my personal favorites, someone I hope to see at all of these events coming up, another 2023 young man. I'm talking about Cole Keel, the man that wants to kill everyone. Six foot three, 280 pounds as a 15, 16-year-old is no joke. That's beautiful. So he came in and started every game at guard. He could develop into a center or a tackle. Depending on how he grows, he's physical at the point of contact, does a great job pulling. My biggest question is his competition. So he's playing 2A or 3A ball. I can't remember. Morgan, sorry about that. But I need to see him go against top, top dudes. And if I see him he do that, he's going to shoot up the list. Yes, sir. So that's what we're talking about with this tournament, right? You, you If you feel like you're not going against, you know, Better competition, come to this tournament. Come face guys in the upper divisions and show that you belong. All right, hit me up, Cole. And the other thing is, you could think you're going against the top competition. My goal was always, I knew I was the best kicker in the state of Utah, so I needed to go outside of the state to face other kids and see what they were doing. Yeah, and that's not a knock to any of the schools over there. You know, sometimes you can't help what school you go to, but... Do what is in your control, right? Like Moose said, he went out of state, go against other kickers. You gotta you don't have to go out of state. We have competitions in state. So Yep. And that's always a good thing. But Cole, just 2023 better be ready for this young man. And number 16, we've got Josh, not mustard, but mayo. <laughs> Offensive guard, six foot one, 260 pounds, 2021, coming out of Orem. Josh is always looking for contact. He's a dude that just loves football. He gives his all every single play. He doesn't have elite size, but he doesn't have elite technique. He is a kid I can't wait to see play at the next level. Yes, sir. And number 15, we've got Jason Chase, 6'3", 280 pounds, 2021, coming out of Hunter. 
Ooh, West Side of Banger. Okay. Hunter just makes offensive linemen. There must be something in the water out there. And Jason is just another dude that makes Hunter Wolves proud. Wolves? Hey, wolves. Yeah, something like that. Shout he, out Louie Lockwaho. Oh. Um, little Hunter alum. Oh, he has so much pride in Hunter and we could never <laughs> figure it out. Lorenzo, you know, those Hunter guys. Uh, Hunter, Hunter has dudes, man. They yeah. bring that fire. Yeah, he explodes off the ball and is just a dude that's trying to take someone's head off. He plays tackle at this level, but he doesn't have elite size for that yet. And his attitude is something that's going to take him really far in life. And number 14, we've got Cole Castro, 6'3", 255 pounds, 2021, coming out of Brighton. Cole did a great job at tackle for Brighton. He's strong as an ox. He has good feet, and he runs just as well as any deer you've ever seen. Isn't passive in pass blocking, and that's something I love. He's a dude that's going to be an Great player at the next level when all said and done. There we go. And number 13, we've got Tyler Ware, 6'2", 310 pounds, 2021, coming out of Lone Peak. Yes, Tyler Ware, the offensive guard, 6'2", 310 pounds, 2021, coming out of Lone Peak. Lone Peak got some ballers. When you put his film, like, your first thought is, oh my gosh, Troy Polamalu had a child with great hair. <laughs> And you see him pull, you're like, ooh, what a good attitude. He can play center. He can play tackle. He has great feet, great bend. He does a good job in run and pass blocking. I think he's going to be a guard at the next level, and I'm excited to follow him in his career as long as he keeps that luscious locks flowing <laughs> out of his helmet. That's the secret. That so, is. Tyler, don't go to BYU. We can't let you cut your hair. <laughs> but you're a stud. Coming in at number 12, we've an interesting thing going on here. So usually I'm like, okay, this kid's number 12, but I got two guys that I'm just super, super high on. And I rated them both at number 12. And they're both from the same old line. They're both absolute studs. And I'm excited to release my number 12s. So we're going to start with Griffin Hadlock. Ooh. Coming in at six foot three, 250 pounds, 2021, out of American Fork. You guys, if you can survive Region 4 play, you are an absolute stud. And Griffin did a great job at guard. I see you, Griff. He has good hands, good feet, good size, 6'3", 250. He can put some more weight on and get going with that. He's a kid that's being overlooked by colleges and I think is an absolute stud. Athlete. Athlete. Oh, I like his attitude, too. For sure. Really hard worker. Gets off the line, does all the little things right. And our number, number 12, because I just love the number 12. I mean, we're in yeah, Utah, sure. John Stockton. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And first time ever on the show, you know what I'm saying? Got to do that. Sometimes I do that. So, number 12, B, Houston Griffiths. Six foot four, 290 pounds, 2021, coming out of American Fork. American Forks is replacing a lot. Houston was a key part of the explosive American Fork offense. He has good size. Good feet, he's athletic and has a nasty streak, and he can play any position on the line at a high level. Great athlete that has good, good, good technique. And number 11, we have one of my favorite dudes, also coming out of Region 4, Joe Brown. 6'3", 280 pounds, 2022, coming out of Lone Peak. Joe is a big boy with big feet and surprisingly good bend. He there fires off the line and is strong enough to pancake almost any defensive tackle in the state. He has a good attitude as well, 
He's one that I expect to make a huge jump on this list. Something that's interesting is that when you really go and look at offensive linemen, it's interesting to see the jump they make from even their senior year to their first year of college because they finally grow into their body. Yes, sir. A lot of these guys are long, they're lanky, or they're a little too big. They put on too much weight, and they need to kind of slim down, get that muscle on. But it's really interesting to see what these guys do and how they really shoot up this list. I think it's amazing to see what they do. So like when you got to college, what was the biggest eye-opener for you, Tooney? Uh, speed, right? Trying to keep up. And that's something I like about Joe Brown. Man, his feet are great. Not only can he get there, but he's great at recovering if he makes a mistake. And, and not everyone can do that. Not everyone's agile or athletic enough. So big props to my guy right there. But it's, it's all about speed, right? A lot of people have power and grow power, but can you put the power in the right place at the right time? So that was, you know, something for me. Yeah, speed is very interesting because a lot of these guys, they're used to just dominating guys that are smaller than them. They're used to dominating those guys that are like that. But when you get to college, everyone's big, everyone's fast, yeah, for sure. everyone's strong. You're not going to be the strongest, biggest, fastest guy in the room anymore. And well, you might be if you keep working, though. Yeah, by your but senior year. For, yeah, for sure. For sure. I've seen a lot of freshmen come in, oh, yeah. and it's embarrassing when you see an offensive tackle or offensive guard come in and the wide receivers are lifting more than them. For sure. And it happens all the time, more more often than not, actually. And, you know, we need to work on that. Moose is right. I mean, we like the big guys going against the big guys, but we got to grow in power and speed because now you got both, right? Guys are athletic freaks these days well i mean some of these defensive linemen like you look at john henry daly running Ooh. a he runs a 10 900 yeah. like that's terrifying terrifying Did i you mean see vita vea pro day Ooh. oh my gosh 350 running almost a 49 my goodness when they put him in at defensive end in the super bowl you're like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but those are the things you guys need to be ready for you need to be mentally prepared and understanding that Apex Mental Performance can help you with that, and then you need to be training on top of that. And if you don't have a good Twitter, you guys, make sure you get yourself boot camp. We're coming out with a new version for parents because I know a lot of parents listen to this, but you need to help your kids. What I've found out is when I released boot camp, I thought kids would do their own recruiting. They'd do their own stuff. I was wrong. <laughs> kids need a little bit of help, need a little bit of hand-holding, and you guys can do a great job with that by helping them with boot camp or with Football Recruiting Pro, which will be out next month. So, we're down to the top 10. Ooh, fire. Tooney's been waiting for the top 10 this whole time. He called me last night. He's like, who's on the top 10? I'm like, you're going to have to find out with everyone else. <laughs> so, top 10. We've got a dude that impressed me at the Level Up camp last year. He's a minor. He's coming from Bingham. I'm talking about Waylon Lapuajo. Six foot four, two hundred eighty pounds. I know he plays center right now, but he could be a guard at the next yes, level. Sir. He could be a tackle at the next level. Yes, sir. All of these dudes are studs. But Waylon is a super aggressive interior lineman. He plays well in high school, and he can play any spot on the line in high school for sure. Maybe Baller. in college, he gets up the field well, and for his size, he moves great. I love that he plays center, and the fact he was a junior this last year is terrifying. Yeah. When he goes to camps, he's going to be one of the top dogs at every single camp he goes to. Yes, sir. Great with ind independent individual hands. 
he gets his hands on you, watch out. Ooh. And number nine, we've got Jacory McCreevy. McCreevy. Six foot four, two hundred ninety-five pounds, twenty twenty-one, coming out of Snow Canyon. Jacory's a four-year starter, and he got better every single year. He gives great effort in run blocking. I mean, you'll see him pushing dudes twenty plus yards downfield. This is the dude you want on goal line. He is a good player with great feet, and he'll give a kill shot at any time. One very aggressive dude that's going to be an impact player at the next level. He isn't passive in pass pro, and you love it. If you're a lineman in St. George, like <laughs> you need to watch him and be emulating him and come up north, and we'll get you some exposure at Toonies Camps. Let's go, baby. And number eight, we have a kid that everyone and their mother was reaching out to me saying, you better be on the list. You better be on the list. <laughs> I'm talking about Brody Cutter. Six foot three, 260 pounds, 2022 out of Corner Canyon. Corner Canyon, I think it's Coocher, but yeah. It is Coocher. Goodness. <laughs> Tony, you're here to help me. CC, baby. Corner Canyon, that line is bad. The right tackle for Corner Canyon did a great job. He has a good burst. He has a high football IQ, and he does a good job pulling. I mean, I wouldn't dare to try to bat a ball around this young man. That is a bad choice. He will come floor. after you and your family. What I love is he's just getting started. I think that you guys should be looking out. College is listening to this right now. Go put on his film because he's going to be a dude you want at the next level. Yes, sir. Don't miss out. And number seven, we've got a little Snoop. Ooh, okay, big. Little Snoop, that's big Snoop. Yeah, he's a big old Snoop. That's a, that's a big boy. We've got Snoop. I'm a six foot four, two hundred ninety pounds, the younger brother of Dog. So little Snoopy coming out of Sky Ridge. Okay, Snoop. Snoop is a fun dude to watch. He's finally coming into his own, and he has the ability to take over a game. My biggest question is his endurance. He needs to continue to grow into his body. And he has the ability to come become like a national recruit, to be honest with you. That kid's versatile, man. At the showcase, he played tackle, guard, and center. Yeah. He's a five-tool offensive lineman. Yeah. There's five-tool baseball players, and then there's Snoop. I mean, he's a dude you need to watch. The one thing he needs to watch out for is the rice and the spam musubi. Hey, I feel you, big dog. Stay away from that. Tooney, he's had that struggle. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> It'll keep you With off the field. Power, great responsibility. <laughs> Stay away from sushi ya. <laughs> but Snoop is an honestly a great young man that I think would make any college program better. And number six, we've got Lo Imata Munga. Six foot three, 280 pounds, 2021, coming out of Alta. Lo is the real deal. He can play offensive guard or Lord offense. Lloyd. Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. I just, I shorten it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Lloyd is the real deal. He can play offensive guard or offensive tackle. He's going to be a dominant offensive guard, just bulldozer. If I can give anyone advice on this podcast, and you're playing this young man, turn around and run the other <laughs> way because he is a bulldozer. Honestly, any team that gets him is going to get a steal. He could be a day one starter. There you go. And number five, we've got a kid that shot up the list like I predicted he would. I'm talking about Luke McCurdy, mm. an offensive guard, six foot three, two hundred fifty pounds, twenty twenty two, coming out of Park City. Park Luke, City, man, all over this list. Yeah, <laughs> Luke is absolutely nothing like his brother, and that's a great thing. This dude's a five tool offensive lineman. 
He's got that Coco Lukrich attitude. He is unmatched physically, but he's very finesse in zone blocking. I mean, my goodness, I think I could run for a thousand yards behind this young man. And he's a stud. Bright future. The one knock on Luke is competition once again. I think he's going to come to camps and he's going to impress people with his attitude and his technique. But I think he is an absolute stud. We have coming in at number four, E-Ray Lealua. Okay, E-Ray. So all you tip you guys, you always get mad at me in my rankings. Hey, I'm not high enough. I hear it from Raider. Raider, you're number one. Logan Fano. Oh, I'm not high enough. Spencer Fauna. Oh, I'm not high enough. Hey, you just named some ballers, bro. I know. What? They're all like number one. <laughs> bro, those guys are ballers. Okay, I see you, Timview. I and see you working. Ira is no exception. Coming in at six foot four, two 270. I think you're lying about that 270, but that's all right. We'll still love you. <laughs> you're a 2022 young man. Already has a San Diego State offer, and he's going to get a plethora. He's going to get a ton more. He has great height, great feet, great hands, and he is aggressive. Always looking aggressive. for the kill shot. Has good bend, and I just like him. He he gets to the second level. I mean, Tempview is going to have a scary night line next year, and Ire's the reason why. Yes, sir. He will lay you out like a blanket and have a picnic on top, so watch out. Oh, So next we have another 2021 coming out of Corner Canyon. Six foot four, 275 pounds. I think he's a little bigger than that now. We're talking about Brennan Mangum. Fire. This kid is a baller. Dude, he was one of the biggest surprises in the entire state. He wasn't anywhere near my list when the season started. Everyone's like, watch out for this kid. I'm like, I'd like to. <laughs> but he is a game changer for Corner Canyon. Fast, strong, aggressive. I haven't seen a kid like him in a while coming out of Draper. Yeah. Each game, I mean, <laughs> someone must go and insult him, his dog, <laughs> his family, right before the game. Because in between the lines, he is just aggressive. Nasty. If he's going against an odd front, he is killing some unsuspecting defensive lineman. When a defender and him are at the point of attack, it's over. He can get to the third level with ease, and he does the little things right. Of course, Weber State is getting this yes, young man. Sir, Weber State has done a terrific job. Oh, and I expect him to go there and start early. If he was able to go on the circuit and do all of those things, I don't think Weber State would have gotten him. I think he would have ended up at a top school, and he would have been able to play the recruiting sure. game. He's but a baller. going into the season, I was telling him, I was like, you know what? Snow's going to be a good place for you. He's like, I'm better than that. I'm a D1 kid. I'm yeah. like, oh, shoot. Yes, well, hey. after putting on his film, I'm like, I don't disagree. <laughs> Not Some at all. That's, that's my boy. Okay, brilliant big dog. Proud of you, bro. Number two. I'm talking about another minor. Reminds me of the man in this room. Just a little bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about one of my favorite kids in the entire state. Our top junior offensive guard. George Miley. Okay, George. Six foot three, two hundred seventy pounds. Twenty twenty two out of Bingham, and George has more potential than just about anyone else on this list. He plays tackle at an extremely high level for Bingham. This year, he made a big jump in technique, 
And next year, I don't know a defensive end or defensive tackle that's going to stop him. Yeah, that's scary. He has elite feet, one of the best technicians in the entire state. He deserves every single offer that's coming his way. And as he continues to progress, I believe he's a kid that could hear his name called on draft day. Yes, sir. His punch is gorgeous. You can frame that and put it in a museum. Great punch. <laughs> and I know you guys have been waiting on pins and needles. I could have gone a lot of different ways for this young man. I He's, he's just a terrifying beast of a human being. All of these top four, I mean, top five even. Tooney and I were going back and forth. He's like, why isn't this kid here? Why isn't that kid there? I'm like, Tooney, make your own list. <laughs> but... Coming in at number one, I've got Coco, not the drink, the absolute monster, <laughs> Lukerich. Okay, Park City. Coming in at six foot four, two hundred sixty pounds, twenty twenty one out of Park City. You guys, if you want to see a treat, go put on Coco's film. Terrifying. He could have been our top fullback. He could have been our top linebacker. He could have been our top defensive tackle, defensive end. But I love his game at offensive guard. And he is the fastest and most athletic lineman I have ever seen. Stanford is saying, hey, I want to put you at fullback. I'm saying, hell, just keep him on the offensive line and keep him at guard because he is a game changer. The only question I've ever had with him is competition. But honestly, I can't say enough good things about this dude. So, you guys, there is our list. Ooh, fire. Hey, all you guys are ballers. It's amazing to see the progression a lot of these guys have taken. A lot of you guys, from my initial list last year to this year, where you were like, hey, screw you, Moose, and you <laughs> shot up the list. I love it. You guys are some absolute studs. I love that you guys come from great families. I would put my phone number on here, but I'm sure your parents are going to blow up my Twitter. You guys. If you're not satisfied with your ranking, that's great. Come back next year. Do the little things right. Train with Tooney. Get to camps. I want to see you guys in person at these camps. And don't forget to help our wonderful, wonderful sponsors. You guys, if you don't know about recruiting, hop on my Twitter. Get on College Football Boot Camp. It's $99. If you're not willing to pay that, well, you're not willing to get recruited. And that's okay. College football isn't for everyone. I mean, there's only about 2,000 high school seniors that got Division I wow. scholarships and signed them this last year. Wow. Signed Division I scholarships. You guys, if you need help with your mental side of your game, and I know you do, go to Apex Mental Performance. Tell them I sent you. If you guys need some nutrition, Ross Apo has you hooked up. Yes, sir. With his amazing, amazing amazing company havoc supplements yes, sir. use the code upp15 and last and certainly most is skylar main skylar main's gonna get you right you guys he will help you with everything from training to recovery i mean this dude is the real deal we're lucky to have him he was with zach wilson he was with trevor lawrence last weekend he trains the Kafusi brothers. Yes, sir. He trains a bunch of dudes at the U. You seen Corbin dunk? Yeah. He will help your explosiveness, man. The fact Corbin's dunking at 340 Oof. is not just a testament to the Kafusi gene, which I wish I had, <laughs> but it's a testament to the hard work and training that Corbin and Skyler have been putting in. Yes, Bronson sir. looks good, too, at tight end. Yes, sir. I mean, shoot. Athlete, man. 
You guys know that I love you. Know that this is going to be a great week. And get yourself on Twitter. Get yourself a uh, clubhouse. I'm going to start doing some stuff on there. I'm going to be shooting some Twitter stuff out. So if you guys have questions and stuff like that, we can talk directly on Clubhouse. So have a beautiful day. This is Moose Bingham signing off of the Utah Preps Podcast. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.